Hi, this is Erica Potter. And this is Hunter Willis. And this is Hot Girl Briefing. Erica, so for this week's Keep It Brief, what are we going to be talking about? We're talking about the Tokyo Olympics. Ooh, okay, okay. A very hot topic right now. Love to talk about it. Everybody else is. Yeah, especially since Simone Biles and the whole gymnastics thing, taking mm-hmm. a step away for her mental health. Mm-hmm. I know, that was pretty unexpected. Yeah, so I'm really excited to get into this episode. So am I. I can't wait to talk about it a bit more with you. All right, let's get into it. So we know the Tokyo Olympics have been going on for a couple weeks now. There's been some really attractive athletes, along Mm -hmm. with a little bit of controversy, like we mentioned with the whole Simone Biles thing. I know. Everybody's like switching their Tinder locations to go over to, what is it, the Olympic Village, I think it's called? Yeah, the Olympic Village. Mm -hmm. I don't know what Japan's been feeding or where they've been getting their athletes, but let me just tell you, some of them are just... I saw the surfer man. Yes, the surfer, yes. the blonde I saw, hair. I saw him all over TikTok. Oh, mm-hmm. he was beautiful. Oh my God, that's another point. I've never seen so many Olympians, or potential Olympians, I guess, because they're all competing. I mean, I'd say they're Olympians. They're still there at the Olympics. Yeah, of course. They're all over TikTok, really giving oh, us know. an inside view of what mm-hmm. it's like to be at the Olympics, and I just think that is so cool. The cardboard beds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me if started. I see one more TikTok trend on top of a cardboard bed, I might just lose it a little bit. I just think it's like so crazy because I think everyone looks at Olympians and they're like, oh my god, they're like these amazing they're athletes. They're so put together. Yeah, and then you see them doing like the normal sounds like, I'm at the Pizza Hut, I'm at the Taco Bell. Uh-huh. And it's just like, okay, so you actually are like a normal human yeah. as well. You just happen to be like... 10 times stronger than I am. Now, I don't know. Not even that. Probably 100. Probably yeah. 100 times stronger than I am. Maybe. I don't know. Some of, <laughs> some of the sports require you to be nimble. But I okay, don't... fair. I don't know if this is related to the fact that Tokyo is in a state of emergency and therefore the, Olymp- the Olympians don't really have any spectators as mm-hmm. per usual. This is completely yeah, new. Yeah, because isn't, isn't this their fourth state of emergency for Tokyo? I believe so. You know, it's evolving all the time, so it, mm-hmm. it's just constantly changing, especially with COVID and all the new variants coming out. So it could be the fourth, it could be the tenth. It's okay. definitely not going to be the last, I don't think. So how are people in Tokyo reacting to the games? So the people in Tokyo were actually really in favor of canceling the Olympics. Before they wanted they to began. cancel it. Okay. Yeah, it was eighty percent public favor wanting to cancel the Olympics. Uh, I mean, 80%, that's a pretty strong number in terms of, you know, public polling. I mean, yes, but also they didn't have a stake into it, unlike the people who organized it, which if you didn't know, was the International Olympic Committee. Okay, so tell me more about them. So the International Olympic Committee puts on the Olympics, like every time that it cycles around, they're the ones responsible for... Fun, gathering funds for it, for organizing sponsorships, getting everything together. Like, yes, Tokyo is the host city, but really the IOC is the juice, the power. Okay, so what would happen if they postponed it, just like they did last year? So they, I guess, technically could postpone it. However, it was so costly when they postponed it the first time. That's mm-hmm. not really something they want to do. They've already spent more money this round of Olympics than any other previous Olympics, over $16 billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and they're already like, if it were to be postponed, it's going to cost even more because they have everything set up. Like we talked about the cardboard beds, they had that all arranged. Mm -hmm. And 
So they really don't want to postpone it. And the Beijing Winter Olympics are in 2022. So just to get into that a bit, doesn't that really go into soft power of Japan really having a spotlight on their country and being able to really put out some influence just by hosting the Olympic Games, especially the first post-pandemic games, I guess they were hoping for, but really it's kind of just devolving into the pandemic games, it seems like. Yeah, it's definitely a soft power on to China as well, because they're feeling so pressured from China mm-hmm. all the time with their normal competition and to have it be, so, if it were to be canceled again mm-hmm. and then immediately go to China, you know, China gets that soft power of the China first win, games. China wins out over Japan. Yeah, and you know what, this isn't, this wouldn't even have been the first time Japan canceled had they canceled this year's games. Oh, really? Okay, so when was the time that they canceled before? So they canceled... Back in 1940, around World War II. Oh, you know, makes sense. You know, just a bit of a global event. Yeah, you know, a little bit of a world war. You know, Japan's just... I can see... Japan's just a little involved, or... I can see where they might not wanting to be doing synchronized diving. You know, yeah, I mean, probably, probably not the best and most worrisome thing on their mind at that point. Yeah, so, you know, it's... Already bad enough they canceled back in 1940. They're definitely not trying to do it again, especially if China's the one right after them. Like, that's just like way it, too much pressure. They are not ready for a round two. Yes, but it's interesting because actually Tokyo officials were in favor of some sort of postponement or cancellation. I wouldn't say publicly because they are under contract with the IOC, so okay. they can't publicly state so that they want So basically it's going to turn into a big legal battle if... Tokyo cancels the game. A legal battle and a super spreader event. Like we just watched a lot of our friends go to Lollapalooza and in Chicago and everyone's talking about how that's going to spread the Delta variant. Can you imagine what like everyone being in Tokyo, like if they were to allow visitors, which they didn't, they didn't allow any foreign nationals. So did they require um, vaccinations? No, they didn't actually. Japan's been a little slow with the vaccine rollout. I was going to so, say, isn't it only around 20% of yeah, I the believe Japanese they were are vaccinated just getting at this point? their uh, elderly and high risk. So they haven't even gotten to like the general population. Okay. And they did make statements saying they would not give athletes preferential treatment. So not only are they not requiring them to be vaccinated. They're not even attempting to get them vaccinated. Yeah. And you know what? I can kind of see both sides. It's like a little bit tricky. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, on one hand, you don't want to give this preferential treatment to any citizens in your country besides, you know, the elderly and the immunocompromised people, because obviously, you know, they're the most at risk for the vac- for the virus at this point. You don't want to be giving them preferential treatment on top of it, but at the same time, you're having how many people from hundreds all of countries, countries just coming and who knows i think they didn't let any like visitors like you couldn't just book a ticket to tokyo yeah. and watch the olympics but yeah, like you since, know i mean the they family, only really have relatives coaches like the water people water boys water girls water whatever's they are water people water people yes i don't I know mean, the correct terminology i haven't been an athlete in a hot second i have never been one let's be real unless yeah. you count fourth grade soccer true true <laughs> <laughs> i count it or football, as everybody football. else calls yeah. it. I, 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 played, I played fourth grade football. I just cherry-picked in the back. I will still never understand why we call it soccer and everyone else calls it football. Probably the same reason we, you know, have the metric system and everybody else uses the imperial system. That's, that's valid. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyways, they we're not just talking about the athletes themselves, though. We're talking about just... Families, heads of state. I mean, I saw Jill Biden went, too, to go and represent the U.S. Yeah, and, you know, they did end up closing a lot of the bars and hotels and stuff because they didn't so want smart. to increase tourism in the area and make it even worse. But again, you're still having, like, thousands of people mm-hmm. from... Other countries that aren't as, who are also having a slow vaccine rollout, just like Japan. Yeah, I mean, just super anecdotally, though, I mean, just seeing on social media, we've seen athletes talk about how these games don't even feel like the normal games. It doesn't feel like they're really at the Olympics just because there's so many different precautions going on. But then you hear stories about these reporters going in and, you know, some of them dodging vaccination requirements or temperature checks and... It's just kind of crazy because it seems like they don't really have it on lock like they say that they do. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think that how the athletes are saying that these aren't like normal games definitely plays into the atmosphere of the games in itself and how they're performing. I mean, like Mm. I mentioned, the Simone Biles thing, I really want to talk about that because it is just a testament to how different these games are and how much countries and coaches of the athletes in these participating countries are probably pressuring their athletes because this, like you mentioned, is the first like game since the pandemic. And so it's really a time for any of the top countries. Like so not Russia. only do you have normal stress, you also have all the stress from the pandemic, all of the stress from going and competing during a pandemic. You know, it's just all of these things. It's just like how much, which straw is going to break the camel's back? Well, you have like Russia and United States and China and our top performers wanting to get this soft power from having their athletes be number one, be gold medalists. Like mm-hmm. what's a better way to show that your country's on top after COVID than getting a gold medal at the Olympics? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just crazy. And I know we talked about postponing the Olympics and why that didn't happen, but they couldn't cancel it either. Can't cancel, can't postpone. I mean, they're pretty much backed up in a corner. Well, we mentioned how they we couldn't cancel it because of the whole soft power thing with China. But we mm-hmm. didn't even talk about the fact that if they were to cancel, Tokyo would have been out for $16 billion. They would have been getting billed from yeah, the that's IOC. that's a lot of money. That's they would a lot be of money. breaking contract with the IOC, and they're, they could be ineligible to ever host a games again. They Nobody ever in, wants to be in breach of contract. Yeah, and be in, like, legal battles and out 16 bill and i mean especially with after the pandemic we're in like economic distress i don't need a 16 billion dollar debt i completely understand i'm already in student debt i definitely don't want to have a 16 billion dollar debt so i mean i get it nobody really wants to have that looming over their head but i guess one last question for you erica i heard that there's a little bit of drama behind the scenes at the olympics can you talk about that a little bit Yes, there was a little bit of drama. So the president and creative director of the games resigned due to sexist comments, like right before the games. I was going to say, so I heard that one was making very rude, body negative comments about a star. And then I also heard that there was another one that resigned due to a video coming out about joking about the Holocaust. I mean, that's just crazy to me. I mean, you're over here really hyping up these games. This is such a big moment. And then you have these international blunders going on. I don't know how anybody could make sexist comments, body shame, or do any of that stuff in 2021. I'm going to say their names so you all know. Our president, Yoshiro Mori, 
and creative director Hiroshi Sasaki. I apologize if I butchered the names, but y'all should know their names if they're going to be out there making sexist comments, especially when they have such high up positions, or they used to. They you, they resigned. They used yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, these are the people that you're really so you're really supposed to respect. And there's a lot of countries coming together, and you really have to respect every country, every individual coming to these games. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was just absolutely bonkers. Definitely threw everybody through a loop. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we don't need to talk about them anymore. They're they're dead to us. Well, I mean, let's just bring it on home to a positive note right before we finish this up. It seems like the Olympics are going okay-ish. It doesn't seem like it's a very large super spreader event. There have been some athletes testing positive for COVID, but overall it seems like you are testing positive for COVID for how many people that have entered the country and how many people are going to be entering the country and leaving the country since they do have to leave pretty quickly after they finish up there. Um, yeah, that definitely sport. is a positive and there's definitely a lot of countries that probably had their athletes vaccinated prior to coming to Tokyo. So mm-hmm. hopefully it does not get worse, especially with the Delta variant going around, at least in the U.S. Um, we're going to keep our fingers crossed and obviously root for our home United States to take home gold. Go USA! All right. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. We will see you guys next week for a full-length episode of Hot Girl Briefing. Bye! Bye!